Hello and welcome to another episode of Research Radio, a podcast of the Economic and Political Weekly. I am Johan and today we have with us Samir Mohite who will be discussing his papers on caste among school children in Maharashtra that were published in the EPW. He currently teaches at Nirmala Niketan College in Mumbai. Dr. Samir Mohite, thank you for joining us. Dr. Mohite, I wanted to ask what inspired you to undertake this study on caste among school children and how did you go about it and also what are the challenges that you encounter while conducting this research so johan uh, in india no one can escape from caste even many sources reported that school children from lower caste have been taunted with caste slurs like bhangi and chamar from other indian school children of a higher caste so even the times of india reported in uh, 2013 that no escape from caste prejudices even in the uk not mm-hmm. even the indian churches gurudwara or mosque escape india's caste system so the same thing happened uh, to me during my school days even i was not escape from castes uh, my friends used to tease me saying jai bhim to me knowing that i came from dalit dominated neighborhood so it is obvious that i am more keen in understanding caste and see how caste operates among children so i approached two of the schools in my native village and got permission to interview children there initially teachers of the school said that their children do not have any caste prejudices but the results turned out to be the opposite speaking about the difficulties the most difficult part was i interviewed children in their homes and hence their family members were around them so it was so difficult for me to ask questions based on caste um, and m- many of the times uh, you know uh, family members did not allow their children to respond to those questions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to what extent did you find that the children were aware about caste and how does this affect their interactions both with the school system and within it So Johan uh, I would like to start with an example sure. uh, so I interview a boy from Maratha caste community and I ask him like uh, what if you fall in love with any other caste girl and will you get married with her so his response was he said uh, I will not fall in love with any other caste girl so though my data shows that 40% of total responded they responded that they oppose intercaste marriages but the very significant number that is 21.4% students supported the idea of intercaste marriages mm-hmm. um taking this example i had still there is you know their relationship their love relationship is controlled by their parents or by their community system another mm-hmm. example another finding uh, was total of 55% of the maratha students have other maratha student as their friends so around 45% children from same caste having their own caste children as their friends Mm-hmm. second example would be a total of 70% students agreed that people from different caste 
should stay together in the villages but 30% students still believe that only the children or people from their own caste they should stay together mm -hmm. the study found that 50% of the respondent had no preferences about the captain they would like to play under but 35.7% of students said that they would prefer their captain to belong to the same caste so if you see the number wise or the percentage wise though the higher percentage talk about you know against marriages but the significant number of children still support caste based love relationship caste based friendship caste based their captain um, so johan uh, my enfield data shows that 100% of children were aware of their caste since they grew up in the caste based hamlets and the name of the hamlets are based on their own caste for example uh, where gurav people live uh, the the hamlet name is guravadi buddhist people live the hamlets is like you know baudhavadi or chamarwadi so the hamlets are based on caste itself then they grow up with the children from their own hamlets and make friendship with them so their uh, cricket teams or kabaddi uh, teams are Uh, from their own hamlets and the village social structure itself does not encourage intercaste formation of such teams school mm -hmm. is the only place where all caste children come together and hence uh, it is expected that schools would break this friendship based on caste or uh, more specifically school should encourage intercaste friendship but the data mm -hmm. reveals that schools do not even discuss caste in the schools at all hence schools have failed to promote logical and critical thinking among children i thought it was very interesting how you use friendship and love as a way to tease out the children's sensitivity to caste it reminds me of this very nice marathi film called fandry which dwells on exactly these themes why do you think that like caste preference is more pronounced with regard to love and friendship as opposed to as you noted in your research sports and academic performance where caste seem to matter less to the children so um i submitted my thesis in the year uh, my mphil thesis in the year 2013 and uh, fandry uh, released in 2013 so i'm so happy that films like fandry you know depict such such a reality of the caste society so the love relationship is much more controlled in our society and society does not promote intercaste love relationship thinking that their caste purity will get diluted if they have intercaste marriages so i have seen uh, uh, this uh, the examples there in the village where i have you know interviewed uh, children how do they develop the understanding about caste and opposing intercaste marriages because they have seen when there is the intercaste marriages the couple is boycotted from their own villages so even children think that like if we get intercaste marriages we will be kicked out from that villages and if there is a boy from so called lower caste if he falls in love with upper caste girl he is beaten up he is tortured and 
the children receive these messages that if we fall in love with any other caste boy or other caste girl, even we will be tortured. And hence, that demotivate children from getting into caste marriages or falling in love with any other caste girl or boys. Dr. Mohiti, my, my question is more about, uh, you know, why is it that in terms of sports and academic performances, where, you know, that if you ask children, uh, would you have a, a, a person from a different caste as a sports captain, or is it does caste matter in academic performance? Your research seems to suggest that uh, in these two areas, the children are more willing to accept a, a person of a, of a different caste than their own. Why do you think that is? So I have argued here that uh, children, like from their childhood itself, the children are not really, you know, uh, holding the caste biases. So from their childhood itself, they are having, uh, they are liberal in their thinking. Hmm? So when it comes to sports, when it comes to academics, yes, the number is uh, very high where they support inter-caste relationships. Hmm? Talking about um, love relationship based on caste or friendship. Uh, so in our society, this love relationship is much more controlled. And society does not promote inter-caste love relationship thinking that their caste purity will get diluted. They want to keep this their their caste hierarchy as it is because they are the beneficiaries of it and if they get you know uh, into caste or if they get diluted then they might lose their you know upper caste status or they might lose their benefits out of it whereas you know uh, talking about sports or academic performances and you know playing under you know other caste uh, captain that really does not you know, affect their caste status. That really does not, you know, affect their benefits. So, uh, these two things, like, you know, we can focus on. So, when something, you know, affects their caste status, when something affects their benefits from the caste, then they control that. So, they do not really want to promote inter-caste marriages. Uh, uh, a boy is falling in love with any other caste girl or a girl is falling in love with any other caste boy, they really do not motivate that because that will, you know, uh, with that will, you know, uh, affect their, you know, status. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and so these are the differences we can see where there is less, uh, how do you say, like the profit and the loss. So when there is a less loss, then they are fine. But when there is high loss and when there is no profit, then, uh, you know, the, our society is having problems. This is what I am uh, I'm trying to, you know, argue in my paper. I was also wondering if maybe it might be that, you know, in the case of the sports teams and in, in, the, and in the case of academic performance, the students in the school have an opportunity to observe firsthand that or the ideas that they have been taught don't seem to hold true, right? So in school, when you have a captain of a different team, you can see that, or you, I mean, of a different caste, you may be able to observe that people from different caste may also be good at sports. 
So over there, the thing is that I want to be in the winning team. So it doesn't matter because I have observed it. And similarly, in the case of academic performance, in your class, you may notice that there are people from different castes, but you know there doesn't seem to be a correlation between uh, good students and bad students. Whereas in the case of you know love uh, and uh, in, and marriage, that is not as clear because. as you said you know society keeps a, a very strong hold on it so you the children don't have the opportunity to observe what happens in uh, you know intercaste friendships and intercaste marriages and when they do it is very strongly negative so uh, i would like to give you an example of you know uh, the, the village where i have interviewed this children there were there were n number of intercaste marriages took place huh and then just because there was intercaste marriages the couples were boycotted from that village itself and then children observe that so these are the you know live examples in front of their children if a boy a lower caste boy falls in love with any upper caste girl that boy is literally beaten up is tortured mm-hmm. and children see that children observe that and then they imbibe that if we go against society then even we will be tortured we will be you know kicked out from this villages so being a, a like in a sports team or in a academic performances like they, they there are no examples of such thing that like a boy or a girl is tortured uh, playing with any other caste captain but this love and you know friendship it is much more to uh, to the society and society want to control that and this is what this is why we see even children imbibe this caste prejudices and they responded to my questions like this i wanted to go back to my first question because you know i i think that you were saying something very interesting that you interviewed these students in their own homes and the parents stopped them from answering certain questions right so did you make a note of which are the questions that they did not want their children to answer and also uh, you know from which category those students come where whose children whose parents opposed the answering of the question because i thought that might be also something quite revealing no? that uh, because it also suggests that we know that there is something wrong here but we cannot talk about it so yes. I, i was just wondering if you have anything because since you you don't mention this specifically in your paper i think it's an opportunity to explore that a bit more so uh, there are questions related to intercaste marriages and falling in love with any other caste boy or girl these are the questions which were really you know interested and uh, most of the parents really you know did not allow their children or even children were under threat that what my my father or my mother would say if i respond to this question so uh, so when their parents are not accompanied they were not accompanied then students responded children responded to this question that okay i will fall in love with any other caste boy or girl i will get married with any other caste or boy and there is one more example uh a child was responding to my question about intercaste marriages and he was like pretty much uh liberal in his thinking and then 
his grandfather interfered in between and said that like what you're talking about <laughs> like we do not really accept intercaste marriages because then you are talking about like so he was asking me that a child does not have brain okay and that is why he is talking about that and then he started giving you know justification that this is all because of the act the laws and acts we are having in our country which is you know destructing our traditional belief and because of that these children are talking about rubbish thing that getting intercaste marriages and all so these are the examples uh, i have you know uh, encountered and it was it, it was a bit difficult for me to you know probe more in front of their parents or their relatives and much more questions so other questions were very liberal in terms of like cat, uh, which ca- caste captain would you, uh, you would like to you know play with and other but this love or really love relationship and the intercaste marriages these two questions were really tricky uh, to get uh, responses from the children when their parents were around them or their relatives were around them was this hesitance on the side of the upper caste or, or it was across uh, yes, the board yes i'm so sorry i'm so sorry like i uh, so most of the children coming from maratha caste come so i interviewed maratha caste children i interviewed gurav caste children i interviewed konbi caste children so uh, buddhist sutar so these are the so all these scheduled caste children scheduled tribe children they were very okay their parents were okay with it but the children from so called like children from maratha caste community uh, there i found that the parents or their you know uh, grandparents they controlled a lot so i have you know uh, continued this to my phd topic as well mm-hmm. and i would like to respond to it that uh, then i focused on how do these children develop the caste attitude among them so for my m field i have focused on caste among children mm-hmm. but for my phd i focused on how do they develop this attitude and then i interviewed uh, a girl from konbi caste and i asked her like since i come from uh, dalit community like everyone was aware about my caste without telling my caste and i asked like with uh, like would you like to come to my home and have food initially she said no uh, because you are a buddhist and my grandparent told me that like we should not have interdining with the buddhist uh, community people and there i was shocked actually like uh, in front of this children my uh, my 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 character was as a you know coming from you know a well educated background uh, so i started teaching them english just to get you know uh, close to them before i start my phd uh, research and my my status was as a teacher but still when it comes to caste interdining the konbi caste girl had a problem and when i asked her like who told you this and she was like my grand my, my uh, grandfather used to tell me 
that like we come from kunbi caste community and we should not you know uh, have inter dining we should not have food with them so in another village of my phd uh, research any other caste people do not go to uh mar- do not go for the marriages of katkari tribe they just attend marriages but they do not have food with them so what do this katkari tribe do they give some amount to other caste community ask them to prepare a food and then serve the villagers so even today the other caste people do not go to the katkari hamlets so katkari is one of the tribes in maharashtra they do not go to their hamlets and they do not have into dining even today and same with the uh, buddhist uh, community as well so these are the uh, instances these are the examples these are the you know uh, things which affect the minds of children and then the children you know carry the same things even we uh, another example i would like to give you uh, we we had uh, cricket matches uh, in that uh, same villages and then and we had uh, you know teams from different hamlets different caste hamlets so everyone came together in the uh, ground which was close to uh, buddhist people and other caste children obviously like they uh, started feeling thirsty and they wanted to drink water so i got to know that their parents refused them to go and ask water from the buddhist uh, families and children really do not question like why not and uh, those who question actually they really do not get answers so th- these are the instances and they they just develop their attitude and uh you know th- there was another attitude which i have observed among wani caste community which is the business community in maharashtra mm-hmm. a boy uh he was liberal in his thinking but when i asked him about a uh, question about like if you like whenever you have you know cricket matches or kabaddi matches with them uh who wins actually and he's like we win so when he use this we he refers to his own caste yes ah uh-huh. and he said like i mean like when i ask him what if they defeat you and he was like no ami tanna thevu ka means like we will not let them win so when ami we this is these are the you know words which refer to their own caste uh superiority so so these are the uh, instances you know i have you know continued uh, studying uh, in my phd also you were talking about how the, the children are forbidden from inter dining and i was just wondering don't they eat in school and how do they manage that or do they separate into separate groups how how does uh, okay. it work yeah so in the, the villages which i have you know studied like uh, in the schools they have their own tiffins and you know i have not studied uh, or i have not observed them during having their uh, you know tiffins or during lunch time but 
i'm pretty sure that like they there is no you know uh, issue of interdialing they might be mm-hmm. sharing because uh, some of the children you know uh, explain that they you know share their uh, their sabji with them uh, with you know other car children so that uh, like in in uttar pradesh or bihar where we see this you know uh, that there is you know strong you know opposition to interdining in the schools in konkan region during this lunch time i have not observed that as such mm-hmm. why do you think that is oh, uh, i really cannot you know answer to this question uh, like why uh, this such you know strong or visible discrimination is not there uh mm-hmm. in the, in the maharashtra but uh, yes uh, maybe because of you know uh, the strong dalit movement or you know dr bhr ambedkar himself you know born in maharashtra and we see that like maharashtra is like so socialist or you know rigid forward so here that visible discrimination you will not find actually and uh, during my you know mphil and phd as well like i uh, i did not focused on like you know discrimination against lower caste rather i focused on the caste prejudices among all caste children mm-hmm. so yes uh, obviously like this dalit movement might have you know, you know affected a lot on uh, like this that we we do not see this visible discrimination as such but this is what like whatever invisible things i have tried my best to you know call out from my mphil and phd data dr mohite also you spend a lot of time at the beginning of your paper discussing the concepts of rationality and critical thinking and see them as necessary to break down the barriers caused by prejudice and inequality especially caste inequalities and you conclude that schools have failed to promote logical and critical thinking since they don't achieve these things why do you see these as being in opposition because within the cosmology of caste there are very logical explanations for why things aren't the way they are or to put it in different words if you believe in pur- purity and pollution to restrict interdining makes logical sense yeah so uh, when we say critical thinking so i believe critical thinking includes skills such as questioning which is very important thing analyzing synthesizing examining opinions identifying values and issues and detecting biases so when i talk about questioning our whole indian society or the religion if we believe in it does not teaches question anything so our thinking is controlled by someone and when i talk about critical thinking i talk about we, sh- we should encourage children to question each and everything we should analyze things and the very important thing is that detecting biases so we really do not discuss about such things in the schools or classes so so the teachers uh, in the schools most of them come from so called upper caste background and eradicating the caste is not their priority as they are the beneficiaries of caste so mm-hmm. as you have rightly said that if you believe in purity and pollution you would restrict inter dining inter caste so dr ambedkar argues that inter dining inter caste will not really solve the problem 
so the shastras which gives authority to caste it needs to be questioned it needs to be destroyed so that attitude we should develop among children hence eradicating caste is the priority of the oppressed people and not the people coming from upper caste finally dr maite i was wondering don't you think it's possible to be rational and to think critically but at the same time also hold on to your prejudices after all we have scientists and technicians who simultaneously cling on to their prejudices why do you feel that there is this correlation or more specifically why do you feel that critical thinking is the thing that will help to dissolve prejudices including caste prejudices okay uh, interesting question you had um yes uh, there is a possibility that a person can be caste is even if he or she is rational and critical uh, for me critical thinking is to develop a questioning attitude among people and promote logical thinking developing questioning attitude and being you know logical that might solve the problem in our society because uh, i would like to give an example of justice kadju Uh, used to say that 90% of people in this country are fool and people just believe things blindly mm-hmm. so if you do not have this questioning attitude if you do not use the, your logic then we just believe whatever we grasp from our society like that person is lower caste person and we should not sit with him and we should not have dinner with him mm-hmm. so these are the attitudes we are developing another thing i started i started answering uh, from the beginning and i uh, spoke about you know uh, the times of india reported that uh, no escape from caste prejudices even in the uk so in uk a caretaker who is appointed by the council over there and if she has asked to take care and give a bath to old lady old lady which belongs to dalit caste community she has refused it so this caste attitude we developed does not really go with the logic at all like what logic this caste has so for me the critical thinking is much more questioning this status quo questioning our society questioning this caste system as a whole and using our own logic where should i believe it or not so so so, so this is all about uh, this but yes uh, the scientists so i have seen you know many scientists or engineers uh, friends of mine uh, who 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 really lacks the understanding of society so this sociology um, i do not i do not know whether they study sociology or not but they lack this sociology under understanding sociology and uh, when i say critical thinking and uh, rationality a person should be rational in terms of what to believe and what not to believe i mean some might say that you know belief itself is is something irrational right because <laughs> i mean if if you could prove it you would but the thing that you cannot prove you have to believe so yeah you know, yeah yeah so justified guess, uh, justified you know <laughs> uh, knowledge is very important actually all right thank you dr mohite this has been a very interesting conversation 
and i would like to thank our listeners for joining us you can find the papers mentioned in this week's episode in the show notes and for more episodes please check out research radio at epw.in/podcasts this is johan saying bye bye and see you next time on research radio